You know, one of the coolest things about my job and just having been a counselor and a coach for as long as I have is how doing this work, it kind of constantly holds a mirror up and I have to look in that mirror and I have to ask myself if I'm doing the things that I encourage my clients to do. You know, this is especially true with life coaching since that, you know, life coaching is very much about progress and making changes and doing concrete things to improve your life. So it's, it's easy to look at that. It's a little harder with counseling, you know, if we're talking about, you know, some of the deeper stuff that people sit with, but with coaching, it's, it's often very obvious to me if I'm not doing the things that I'm talking to people about. And by some strange coincidence or whatever, it's often the things that I'm talking to people about the most frequently that I notice I'm not doing. And here lately, I noticed that I've been talking to people about being everywhere and nowhere a whole lot. And what I mean by this is is that when we try to do too many things, we end up doing nothing. Uh, The Stoic philosopher Seneca, he said, if you're everywhere, you're nowhere. And that's, that's something that I see people do frequently. I think that it's part of our society. We have so many uh, just things coming at us all the time. We have so much uh, just opportunity to do cool stuff that we often find ourselves uh, not having uh, not having the ability to do anything well because we're doing so many things eh, just decently. You know, for myself, I've really seen this come to a head in a few different ways recently. I think I've talked about it on here, but this it might just be Instagram or in a blog or you know somewhere else, and that points to the heart of the problem I'm about to talk about. But ever since I've had COVID, I have not been the same. I don't have the same energy I used to. I don't have the same focus. I I just, I, I haven't felt like myself since January of this year. And it's now, I think, the middle of September. I've spent a whole bunch of years doing a whole lot. I like to work. I think it's good for us. I like to do things. I like to create things. Um, I, I just, I enjoy that, or at least I always have. And I didn't, I didn't expect to get COVID. I didn't expect COVID to last as long as it has for me. And I definitely just didn't expect it to impact the way that I do things or to limit my ability to do things as much as it has. So, you know, when I look at the stuff that I'm doing, uh, I'm pretty active on Instagram. Uh, I have a Facebook page. I have a blog. I have a newsletter, have a YouTube channel. I have a very neglected YouTube channel. Uh, I have this podcast. I have the clients that I see. I have a bunch of people that I consult with. I have my work at the ketamine clinic. I'm on the board of a nonprofit. I'm a husband. I'm a father who homeschools his son. And up until recently here, I also had May, our you know our two-year-old, home with me. Uh, she just started daycare. And And I'll guarantee you there's things I'm forgetting. As oh, there's the, there's the courses that I build and the books that I'm writing. So uh, oh, for many years now, I've been very accustomed to doing a lot, and I've enjoyed it. And I think for the most part, I've done some of it well. You know, the YouTube channel that's never I've never really done much with that. The blog has fallen off over the past few months. Um, so you know, it, some of it's better than others, but in general, I've kept up with everything. With COVID and the long haul effects, as they call them. I've really had to come to terms with why I do so much and what drives that. And I've realized that the mentality I had for most of my life, um, you know, I think I've been honest with you on here. I try to be honest. Uh, I, I think for a lot of my life, I was a loser. Like I had this internalized notion of myself as a loser. 
I wanted people to ask me for things. I wanted people to care what I had to say. I wanted people to involve me and stuff. And they didn't because like you can recognize somebody who's, who's not going to be beneficial to you. You can recognize somebody who's not going to be able to help you. And that was me for most of my life. So when I started getting traction in life and people started reaching out to me and asking me to help with something or asking me to participate in something or asking me for my opinion, man, that was like, uh, that was like a drug to me. It felt really good. That validation that I hadn't had before. And so I think when you combine that with this sense that I had of having wasted so many years and being behind, like I learned to sprint and to sprint all the time. And I've done that for a very long time. That hit a brick wall with COVID and forced me to kind of, to come to terms with that. And for the last few months, I I have to acknowledge that I have done nothing uh, very well. Like I've done very, very little that, that I'm really happy with. Um, you know, there's one or two projects that I've done that, I, that, are, that are cool, but Outside of that, like everything else has just been a frustration. And I really hit this place recently where I just I started looking and I'm like, okay, what what do I need to cut out? What do I need to reprioritize? What do I need to deprioritize? Because I am everywhere and because of that, I'm nowhere. Uh, and especially now that I just don't have the energy for it. I don't have the the mental energy or the emotional energy for it. And so what I've done here recently is I've cut out quite a bit. I think I'm done with Instagram. We're going to talk quite a bit about social media here coming up because through the research I've done for this uh, this online anxiety course I'm teaching uh, and just through my own experience of stepping away, I've just come to recognize the toxicity of social media. And I think we all know it. It's it, They talk about it on the news. They talk about it everywhere. I don't talk to anybody who loves social media, but we're all doing it. We're all doing it. So we're going to talk about this some, but stepping away from Instagram is one of the first things I realized I need to do. Stepping away from the blog is something that I'm probably going to do. And as I really sorted through this, I kind of stepped back and thought, okay, what are the things that people that people respond well to? What are the things that are most beneficial to people? Because that's the only reason I do any of this. I, I feel like there are things that I have to offer that help people and people tell me they do help them. And that's important to me. I remember what it's like to not know which direction to go, to kind of struggle with a life and being alive. And if I can help anybody with that, even in some small way, I want to do it. And man, the thing that I hear about, the thing that people like go out of their way to come to me to ask about is the podcast. Nobody asks about YouTube. Nobody asks about the blog. Nobody asks about, um, you know, when's the next newsletter. Uh, well, now scratch that. That's not fair. I do have people email me to ask about the new, the next newsletter, but not near as many people who ask me about the podcast. And I have people that I don't even know listen to it, ask me about it. I had somebody recently tell me that I, that I haven't released one since February. I wasn't even aware of that. Over the years, this podcast has been the thing that has probably been the most beneficial to me and that has that, that people have told me they like. So that's a clear priority right there. The newsletter is probably number two because that's where I can really kind of take a deeper dive into some things. And it's something that I, I can invest in. It's something that I really want to do. Instagram is not something I want to invest in anymore. Facebook is not something I want to invest in. Uh, the YouTube channel, man, I don't like seeing my big dumb face on video. I just, I just don't like it. I'm, I, uh, like, I have a hard time knowing how to sit to not look weird and, you know, shit like that. So the, the YouTube channel is probably not something I'm going to put a lot of time and energy into. 
The you know the books I'm working on, I'm excited about them. I enjoy them. I'll work on them as I can. Those are long-term projects. And so I don't feel I don't feel compelled or rushed on those. And then the online courses I enjoy building. And so we'll see if that if that pans out and it's helpful to people and that does well, then I'll I'll invest more in those. But for now, I've realized podcast newsletter. If I focus in on those, I can do those well. And I can I can I can make those the best they can be instead of doing a whole bunch of just marginal work all over the place. And the thing is, is that 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 marginal work, what I've noticed is having too many things on my list has really made me do nothing. Like I have I have tens of thousands of words of half finished blogs on my computer. I have tens of thousands of words of half half finished Instagram posts. And I'll touch on this more. But what I've really realized is that social media and that constant engagement, it fragments my awareness in a way that I can't do anything well. Um, it, 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 I have a sense of obligation to people. I have a sense of obligation to the people who pay attention to what I say. It, it, it's, it's baffling to me that people do. So when somebody does, that matters to me. And on a platform like Instagram, it's constant communication, it's constant interaction, and that just really fragments me and keeps me from doing the deep work that I really want to do. And you know, and I'm maybe I'm maybe veering too much off into the social media part of all this, but I also I also have to wonder like am I contributing to like the increasing shallowness? Am I am I contributing to the increasing like shallow depth of knowledge that we all have because Instagram's got the word limit or the character limit and you know, if I'm honest, people don't read long things on Instagram. Uh, you know, I can put a lot of work into a post on there and like make a graphic and have good information. And it gets way less engagement than just like a picture of me or a picture of me with my family. And so I'm just not sure that's where I want to invest my time anymore. And I can tell you since being off of it, I haven't missed it. I've been happier. I've had more time. I've gotten more done. I've read three or four books. I've gotten so much more done. So in trying to be everywhere, we wind up being nowhere. In trying to do everything, we end up doing all sorts of things like poorly. I really just want to do a couple of things well. And when I look at like my criteria of what, what's important is I want to do things that are beneficial to people and that I actually like. You know, if something was super beneficial to people, but I hated doing it, I'm not going to do it. I know myself. That's just not how I live my life. I That's not how I... That's not how I want to spend my time. And then if something that I, if there's something I love doing, but it's not beneficial to people, then, you know, that, that doesn't really do a lot for me either. Like I think finding where those two overlap beneficial to people and something I enjoy, or at least don't mind. I want to hit that spot right in there. And so that's, that's the podcast. That's the newsletter. I would encourage you to take a look at your life. Just kind of audit where your time goes, audit where your energy goes and see if you're happy with that. See if you're prioritizing the things that you really want to prioritize or if you're kind of passively having things dumped in your lap. And this doesn't have to be by people like social media dumps things in our lap through the alerts and the, you know, the, that, that desire for validation that it, that it makes us think that it's meeting. It's not doing it well, but it makes us feel like we're being validated. Text messaging dumps things in our lap. Phone calls dump things in our lap. But we, we can choose our boundaries with those things to a great extent. The problem is that we don't do it because we're all living in this reactive posture. That's what this modern life has trained us to do is live reactively. All of this, like social media and our phones and all that, have really 
trained us all to believe that we need to be available 24-7. And that's ridiculous, and it's not healthy for us, and it's not good for us. So I'm buying out of that paradigm. I'm buying out of that paradigm. Ask yourself where your energy is going. Ask yourself where your time is going and see if you're okay with that. If you're not, try to pick out the things that are most important. Try to pick out the things that have the most benefit as you define that. Pick out the things that are going to give you a good life and focus in on those. See what happens when you try to do a few things really well instead of a whole bunch of things. Uh, You know, we think we're doing well, but we're really not. Multitasking is a myth. See what happens when you put your time and energy into something that matters. So as you can probably tell from listening to this podcast, Instagram is probably not the best place to try to get a hold of me anymore. If you want to, just shoot me an email, james at james scott henson, or you can just go to my website. And there's there's little contact places all over that. Uh, you know, if, if if you're interested in the newsletter I mentioned, there's there's pop-ups all over the website. I think there's like, like subscription forms at the bottom of every page. The website's just jamesscotthenson.com. But the easiest way to get hold of me is probably just to shoot me an email. And I like email a little bit more because there's not the expectation of an immediate response. And like we kind of have to go out of our ways to email. Uh, like I said, we're going to talk about social media a lot, but part of the problem with it is the very low bar for interaction. It's kind of like, oh, we're both hanging out in the same place, you know, the place being the platform, you know, Instagram or whatever. So I'm just going to shoot this over to somebody. Oh, funny meme. Here you go. Oh, you know, quote, here you go. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's cool. But man, does it end up taking up more time than we think. So I like email. Email seems like a good, like a happy medium to me, you know. Going forward, we'll keep looking at all the simple ways to have a good life. The, the easy, concrete, basic things that we can do to be happier with the way we spend our time on this planet. I appreciate you giving me some of your time and some of your energy and some of your attention. When you're doing the audit of how you spend your time, include this in there. If this isn't beneficial to you, go find something that is. We have a limited amount of time on this planet. Time's the one thing we can never get more of. Be careful how you spend that. Use it wisely. Ruthlessly evaluate everything, including my stuff. And if my stuff doesn't make the cut, cool. Go find something that does. You and your time are valuable. Treat it that way. I will look forward to talking to you next time. Take care.